Yo, what's up? I'm Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And um, definitely here with the ladies, uh, as y'all can see. Across the way, we've got Miss Jessica B. And to my media right is Miss Sarah G. How y'all ladies doing? What's going on? Good morning. Yeah. Huh? Good morning. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, All that good stuff. I said good morning. Huh? Oh, it I didn't is. realize it was the morning. I don't understand how. I thought it, I, I, I think it's just that thing of like usually we meet in the afternoon, so I just thought it was the afternoon, but I've just realized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You literally had breakfast in the studio. I did. <laughs> you right? Yep. What was in that tea? I don't know. Why is it not affecting know. you this way? <laughs> I didn't have any tea. <laughs> she actually didn't have tea. That's the funny part. Wow. Okay. Resist <laughs> of life, you know. Yo, listen, um, a couple episodes ago, we we did a show and we called it, um, what was it? What was it? Tell me out. Deal Breakers. Deal Breakers. Uh, deal Breakers of Dating. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the show, we started to uh, lean into cheating, which mm. is a deal breaker for most, yeah. right? I guess depending on the situation. And we started to define cheating. And we said we were going to expound on that. So we're going to do it this episode, right? So just a little little recap. What is it? What is cheating? How do we define that again? How did y'all feel about that? Your thoughts? Um, I just remember thinking of cheating as something that has to be defined within a couple. Okay. Because I don't think there will be one definition for that suits everybody. Right. So um, I can only speak for what me and my partner could or would define cheating as together. You right. Know? And I, I believe that was the consensus, yeah. right? Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, a lot of people could say what cheating, what cheating, what cheating. But if yeah. you and that other person don't agree. Right. Then because y'all was saying even before we got started, the little jokes y'all making about uh, just make sure uh, the other person knows that you're all in a relationship. Right. <laughs> before you start. <laughs> like, don't just walk around here thinking, I got a man, I got a woman. And they're like, what's your name again? <laughs> so that's probably not the route to go. So what what is the the ultimate line? Like, what are what are the things when it comes to cheating where you guys just could not deal with it at all? Like, because I think, Sarah, you even mentioned, you said, depending on the relationship and the way that the where where you are in the relationship and what exactly they've done. And you were alluding to the fact of forgiveness. Right. So what are the things that just outright could not be forgiven no matter what when it comes to cheating? What's that like in y'all's eyes? I think oh, it like, yeah, I think it touches back on, I think we got into this at the end of the last episode right, right. about um, when it comes to the lying within the cheating. That was like... The lying main. within the cheating? Yeah, so... Like they get caught and then yeah. it's like, okay, I got you. I got it on camera, 4K, here you are, uh, going into the <laughs> hotel room and coming out and they'll find a condom in your pocket. That's you. And he's like, nah, baby, what had happened was. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, but then also just in terms of, uh, I don't know, say like you've been told a couple weeks after, oh, so I cheated on you on this said day, blah, blah, blah. And then, but you've like continued the lie throughout those last few weeks. Like I would rather be told straight away because then I can choose what I would want to do with that information rather than it being withheld from me mm. 
and not actually being able to make that decision for myself. Wait, say that, say that, say that again. I just so want to like, make sure I, I, I'm following you. So <clears throat> I would rather, if someone were to cheat on me, mm. I would rather them come out straight away and say, listen, I messed up. One, two, three, whatever, whatever. And yeah. for me to be able to make up my own mind about what I want to do next within that, rather than like having it's it's like the um it's it's the lying that comes with the cheating of oh, so a couple of months ago I did this, or oh, so like a year ago I did this, and it's just like, well, I didn't get to decide what. So you need a complete dump of all the all the cheating and everything that's occurred or or what they keep it to themselves because because even even sarah said at the beginning like when i told y'all okay this is what we're going to talk about we're going to pick back up on this conversation it was it was kind of like uh wait what did you say um because you say you need to know right everything needs to be dumped and she's like I said, anybody got any stories anybody been cheated on she's like not that i know of so like is it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legit, don't know. So I mean, <laughs> but but I mean but with that that just means that and I and I hope she never was cheated on but that means that if she was then somebody just kept something from her. Yeah. Right. So is that what you would prefer like keep it to your grave? No. Or no. Then would. how how would you know like how do you how do you navigate that? Like how do you get that person to open up and tell you is kind of what I'm getting at because mm. you know because even if you say that person still may, I mean, I'm not sticking up for a cheater and I'm, right. I'm not a cheater, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's one of those things where I imagine for the cheater is probably hard for them. If they're going to admit, it's probably admit, not get caught and then yeah. got to talk. Right. If they're going to admit, it yeah. was probably hard for them to get to that point anyway to admit. And then the idea that they're going to tell you everything up front, you know, I think that's mm-hmm. kind of like, it's not like they're going to walk in and be like, okay, this happened. This time, I don't think it has to be done all in one mm. go. Mm. But I think for me, or and what I kind of understand from you as well, is if something were to happen, I would just rather know sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not saying like that sooner has to be like a six hour debrief of like, okay, what happened? You know, right. Like sit down, here's my paper. Like, you know, I'm not He's saying got that. PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> Next one. Well, yeah. this actually sound like something I would do. No, yeah. <laughs> no that, that right there was actually funny. <laughs> Next slide. Actually like, funny. Yeah. No, I'm I saying like, funny. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, oh wow. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, you know. Um, but, but no, I use that subtle slide. Next slide. Oh yeah. Oh, that, was, that was funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it wasn't funny. Don't laugh. Stop. I, I know. Stop. We're cutting Stop. the laughter. Please. Stop. <laughs> it. It. For those listening and watching, <laughs> it took us about 15 minutes to get started because Jessica. Stop. I'm cut. Cut her mic. Cut her mic off. <laughs> Goodness gracious, because Jessica could not stop laughing and crying and twitching and wheezing. I don't know what that was. Somebody <laughs> poked a hole in the side of her neck or something. I don't know what's going on over there. Just <laughs> full of joy and vitality. That's, that's what we all. call it? That's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. Got you know, it. Bubbling. You know. Anyways. Right. So they don't have to give you a full debrief, right? Mm. But Jessica says yes. I don't but know. I but how like, do you but how do you make that happen then? I think open. Sorry, yeah, go, go for it. No, I was just gonna say like openness in the relationship. As long as like you've got it's like if 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 you have it like at least if you have a foundation of 
that person being able to, if it were a mistake and they wanted to confide in you, for them to know that you're not gonna, that you're not gonna like, what word am I looking for? Lash out at them? Yeah. Jessica, if they, I'm sorry, if, if they cheated, you don't have openness in your relationship. Because they kept behind closed doors and closed lips. They're going out to go do something with someone else, you know? And to be fair, right, if it's the moment, the moment where they're mm-hmm. telling you, baby, sit down, this will happen. That's the initial moment. There's not going to be this, this, this overabundance of openness to come behind that. And if it does, you got to manage expectations, right? Because if they've been cheating for X amount of time, your relationship lacked openness from jump, yeah. period. It wasn't there for whatever the reason. I'm not saying that it's your fault or it is, whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. And so the idea that it's going to happen the moment they make the admission of guilt, right, I doubt it. So how do you make that person give you what you need? Or And what I'm getting at is, or do you just have this assumption, like if you feel that they're not telling you everything, and then you just leave? So how do you how do you gauge that? How do you work that? <clears throat> I don't know. For me, what I or how I would answer the question, similar to how you started your answer, I think um, even in this, like listening to what you just said, I think for me, it is the honesty bit and hoping to build a foundation where we have like a value, a mutual value of like honesty and respect for each other. So I as you're as you're talking, I really do think if it was something that had happened within like the week, for example, and I know it's weird, but like if it was something that happened recently enough and they had come to me out of not condoning it, but had the respect for me enough to be like, I made a mistake and I want to talk about it. I think if we've cultivated a space where we can be open, I know you made a mistake and I would hope to be responsive rather than reactive and we can have a dialogue. Mm -hmm. But if it was something that was like over a month and it was continuous and that's where I feel like for me, the line would go from being able to forgive someone to like now it's been a continuous thing. Um, and I don't know if that's clear, but to me, it makes, makes no, sense that, that, where that I'm like in my sense, head, yeah. if someone had a one time slip and we have a discussion about it in a short period of time, I've been like, I know I disrespected you. Like, I know this is wrong. You know, take responsibility and accountability for what happened and um, it was in like a short time frame. I think I'd be more responsive and willing to hear and make a choice from that place rather than if it was like a long term thing. And um, even if you were open, I don't know if I would be as open to uh, receive, it. receive it. So I know it's a little contradictory, mm. but like yeah, I just I to, yeah. I, like I think. I just know that I'm an open enough person to listen to what you have to say, but my core values are respect and honesty. So if you, obviously by cheating, you've disrespected me, but if you are able to come to me, and I guess a reasonable amount of time is subjective, but in a space where, you know, a few days and you're like, I really fucked up and I need to tell this person because I I, I need to give her the option to mm-hmm. choose, then I could possibly look past something like that if it was a one-time mistake but now that's okay so a couple things but like that's the admission of and how quickly they will Mm -hmm. admit yeah but what i was talking about from what jessica has said was Uh about 
unloading everything. Okay. How are you getting the person to unload everything? And then the second thing is both of you mentioned something about the space, being able to communicate, cultivating a space of communication. And I still hang on the opinion that if that existed, this might not have happened or Mm -hmm. most likely would not have happened because I imagine that the person would have been able to come to you or whomever and say, I'm feeling this way. Right. Because ultimately, like, yeah, there's people with ego issues and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and they just need to go out and sow their wild oats or whatever they need to do. But ultimately, cheating is looked at as it's coming from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a relationship, odds are people are not getting something in the relationship and they seek something outside of the relationship. So if you've cultivated this space of openness that both of you are talking about, I would imagine that the person would have been able to talk to you before yeah, it even sense. got to that point yeah. Yeah. and I say, agree. hey, babe, listen, yeah. boom, listen, this, hey, that, before they got to the point of, I mean, I got a girl, but, you know? Mm-hmm. So so how do you get them to tell you everything? And if they don't, how do you, how do you handle that? If that's what you need, you need them to unload. How are you even going to know if they're unloading everything at that time when they are now admitting their guilt? I feel like that's when it comes down to personal responsibility, like of the other the person that did the, the cheating. Person. Yeah, like you can't okay. force anybody to share those details. It's right. going to be on them. So, like ultimately, it, it's your responsibility to take accountability for what you've done and what what's happened and share. I mean, maybe, and I. I I'm only speaking about because y'all aren't saying this, so I got to try to say it maybe from like the person right. who's been cheated on side, right? Uh-huh. So is there a point where the people who have been cheated on, there's a certain point of accountability that they take? Mm-hmm. Because if it's a relationship that you want to keep and the person has told you that they've cheated, but you don't know clearly if they're telling you everything, yeah. do you make a decision in your mind and say, okay, you know what? You've cheated. Now you're being accountable for your own feelings, mm-hmm. right? And say, I clearly know that this person can lie and I have no idea what's next. I'm willing to wait, accept, see, figure it out mm-hmm. or exit. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this is you being accountable for your feelings, your sure. heart. Right. So like that should happen at the same time. Mm-hmm. If that that person needs to be accountable for what they've done. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like what they're doing. Right. But you also have to be accountable for what you may subject yourself to because there could be more punishment coming your way. The cheater admits that he cheated. Maybe that's just a small piece of it. Right. You know, he told you about one girl, but he's got two more on the side that he hasn't told you about. Six months later, you might hear about the second one. A year and a half later, he's got the third one pregnant. Mm -hmm. But you've been sticking through this for all this time. Right. So now, and I'm saying this about like, since I'm talking to two women about women empowerment. Now, where, where where do you look at putting yourself first? Because now you've subjected yourself to a person who didn't tell you everything up front Mm -hmm. and has put you through two and a half years of misery and three other women and now a baby on the way. Mm. Whereas you could have took accountability for your feelings and your heart and your needs and your emotions Mm -hmm. and nixed it then. So where do you and how do you make that decision when you find out that somebody's cheated? I, don't, I, f- I feel like don't be looking up. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, what you gonna do? I don't know what you gonna do. <laughs> don't be looking at me. You've got that telepathy, you know. We're just like planning. Okay. Go. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, 
What was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Let me send it um, your way, girl. <laughs> okay, cool. I've got it. Um, so about like, if, if you asked me this question three, four years ago, I feel like I would have just said, oh yeah, I would stay. Mm. And that would be it. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I ask why? I'm sorry. I, why? I don't know. I guess like a lacking of self-love then that I felt like I was... Uh, I was like relying on that relationship to kind of like give me that self-love that I wasn't giving myself but yeah like asking me now I I I genuinely feel like I could sit here and be like okay so that's it like and it's done but then and 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 it goes back to what we said at the beginning of if you have a foundation of trust and openness like you said, then it would be brought to your attention beforehand, like before it even got to the point of cheating, which is what I think we went into the conversation towards the end of the last uh, session mm-hmm. as well. When we were talking about this, about um, like what, like, like fi- fi- figuring out other ways that you could go about it. Right. So to go about what to, to go about if, if someone yeah. feels like they are not being fulfilled in Stand a sense, by. like, yeah. yeah that then okay we sit down we have a conversation okay like and you and you know see, see if there are some kind of solutions to that um if they're open enough to even talk to you about yeah, it before yeah, there's yeah, an issue yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. but okay. yeah i think um but then yeah I, I feel like as soon as it comes down to the actual action of cheating that's where i think just now like i that, that's just where i put my foot down and i'm just like I, so I if someone don't. were to cheat on you now, regardless of how quickly they told you, um, what exactly they did, who it was with, because maybe there's a difference between some random girl from the club mm-hmm. scene versus your best friend or yeah. somebody that you hang out with or a sibling. I mean, even like right? these things happen. Right. So like none of that matters. And I'm not saying that it should. None of that matters. If somebody cheats, it's over in, in your in your mind. I would really, really struggle, but then I feel like I would be doing myself, and this is just for me personally, I would be doing myself a disservice only because I've spent the last few years trying to find all of this self-worth and self-love and that then me deciding to stick around would then mean that I'm... I understand. You're you're yeah. you're going. You're you've taken three steps forward and now five steps yeah. back, right? Yeah. So you've done this work. You put in. You put in the work, mm-hmm. and then now somebody does something to you that you don't deserve. Yeah. And you're like, mm, okay, if I stick it here, then I've just regressed in my yeah. my efforts. Understood. Not to say that it wouldn't be like a. I feel like it would definitely. It it would it would take a lot for me to actually sit there and be like, okay, like I need to do what's best for myself. All right. But yeah, I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's... Now, are you answering this in your current state as in the woman that you are today and everything related to your life as it is today, right? As a you yourself. Yeah. About to make my point. What if you were in a marriage and you had children and you have investments together? Maybe you work together. And my point... are there other factors mm. when now you're now more closely tied to the person other than just a relationship of X amount of months or years, 
right? Yeah. You have other things that tie you together. Some of those things will tie you together for the rest of your lives, mm-hmm. i.e. a child, right? So is it looked at differently? Either one of you, is it looked at differently? Um, or could it be looked at differently? And I think that's the perspective I came from when I gave my answer mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it from like, okay, if I'm married and I have three kids and we've been married for like 10, 15 years, there is some factors I would factor in a little bit more than others. Um, and I think that's where I might find it in me to f- see a little bit more grace if I, like, regarding the time period and like the actual circumstance. Um, so I think for me, as of how I would see myself if I was in that situation, I think I could give a little bit of room to debrief and understand Debrief that situation. Debrief? And, yeah. In the military? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Like soldier. <laughs> Thug soldier. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah. I think for me it would be a debrief because regardless if I stayed with the person or not, mm-hmm. I think I would need that time to have the discussion and talk about the questions you just asked about. Like, okay, like why – was there a, like, I'll take accountability, like, okay, maybe I did notice like a lack of intimacy or I did notice a lack of communication on one of our parts or both of our parts. Like I need to know more in right. that. Spe- like, I think it would be less of like the nitty gritty details of what happened with that person, but more of like, okay, what breakdown happened between us that led to this situation. And then the timeliness of this person giving me that information right. would also impact my decision. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, my initial gut reaction would probably be like, no, I can't forgive that person. But when I think about all the extra factors like marriage, kids, that's when I feel like I might have a little more wiggle room. I get it. And I'm curious about you. Uh, um, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, how fragile my ego is, to be honest. Like, um, and just being candid, like I, I think depending on the situation, mm. I think my ego could be damaged to a point where I might not be able to ever unsee how I felt and, and, and what may have been done or, you know, like, I think there's a lot of factors. Like imagine like if you have your house, like say it's my house and I'm in a relationship and the cheating is done in my bed. I got burning to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like I can't. So like I, every time I walk in this room, like I'm just, ah. Yes. So I I think my ego would really really play play on play on me. But I I do know that the way that that I am and 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 my marriage and and how we think like. I think that the way that things can be presented to you, it can be taken differently. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like, I I think, I don't want to go there, but I just, I just think that it just depends on the way that things have been curated and presented to you, that it means everything. Because something could look like or sound like or technically be the same thing, if you will, but it could also be something completely opposite if it happened another way, mm. if that makes sense. Okay. Right. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where my, where my ego would let me rest on, 
on that type of thing. But with that, if I can ask a question, mm -hmm. do you guys think that when it comes to cheating, mm -hmm. is it cheating if there is just an omission of a lie? Like somebody can, well, you never asked me that or well, I didn't, you know, or well, that's not what you said or that's not what I thought you said. Well, you asked the question and that's what I answered. You know, like if somebody were to say, like if you're talking to your man mm -hmm. and you said to him, like, um, are you, uh, you fucking somebody, right? And then if he says no, but he's saying no because he hasn't, but he is kind of flirting with somebody mm -hmm. and they might have had like a couple of intimate moments. And then if you find that out later, he comes back with, well, you never asked me if I was, you know, friends with somebody that, you know, it could seem kind of whatever. Or if I was feeling some kind of way about somebody, you asked me specifically if I was having sex with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is no. So is omission of the truth because you the person knows what you're asking. Yeah. Right. They know what you're asking. OK, yeah, no, I haven't had sex. However, this has been happening. Yeah, right. Right. So they know. So is omitting the lie or omitting from the truth or omitting a part of the answer also considered a lie? Is that considered cheating if that's the subject that we're talking about? I think so. I, f I feel like, and, and it's, it's, it, it goes back to, um, you said earlier about like the values of um, your relationship. So if it's it being honesty, then obviously that's, well, clearly that's not there if they're cheating. Anyway, yeah. I not, so yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I think that omission would be um, still considered cheating in my eyes as well mm -hmm. to a certain extent because the intention at which you're omitting, omitting mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. malicious or not even, <clears throat> I shouldn't say. No, it's malicious because it's, it's intended you know, to not tell the right. truth. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I think the intention behind things is really important. Yeah. And if you're intending to just not disclose to me that like there is something, you know, not what I said, but kind of different, mm -hmm. like that to me is also problematic. So mm. um, I'm huge for intention. I think it's really important how you like you're the reasoning behind why you do things, not just what you do, you know. Intention actually doesn't even matter really in in a, in a way it I, i've never looked at i mean okay intention exists but technically it doesn't matter if there is someone else involved and what i mean by that is like if if you walk past me and you step on my foot and you got some big feets over here y'all break one of my toes and you say oh i'm so sorry i didn't intend to break your toe mm -hmm. Well, doesn't or I didn't intend to step on your foot. Yeah, I know, but my toe is still broken. You know what I mean? So, like, what someone intends to do versus the outcome of what they did supersedes the intention. I think. I somewhat disagree. If you step on my toe, no, not and you didn't intend to step on my yeah, toe. I understand your example. Like, that's. But I'm talking about in terms of like not disclosing about, um, like you know. If I asked, did you have sex with somebody? And then that person was like, no, I didn't have sex with that person. But they they were still fooling around, having like emotional intimacy with that person. Mm. 
And so if you, by telling me, no, I didn't sleep with that person, if your intention was still to still hide that you have something going on just and make me feel at bay that there is nothing behind it for me, that proves a lot or shows me a lot about your like character and your, your. Oh, a hundred percent. No, I don't No, I completely agree with you. What, Uh what, what? Yes. I thought that was a, a a known thing, right? Cause we're talking about somebody lying and and cheating, Mm -hmm. right. And omitting what I'm saying is when people tend to use the intention as, as the, the effort behind it to try to mask what they've done. You know, Uh, like because I'm saying, yes, okay, if they're doing it, yes, or they're intending to lie, intending to be malicious, yes, that's what they're doing, and that is factual. 100%. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, like, when someone does something and they're now leaning on the intention Mm -hmm. as you're talking about what you feel or the result and how it impacted you, Mm -hmm. and then they're on some, I didn't intend to do that. Okay. And that's why I'm saying your intentions really don't matter. Because the result is this. Right. Okay. I can't I tell you that. how to feel. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how, how to hurt mm-hmm. or not be hurt. It wasn't my intentions. But the reality is what I did do, regardless of my intentions, mm-hmm. made you feel like this and made you hurt like that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I so that's that. what I mean about that, that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but is this, so you, would you consider this to be the same? If you're having a conversation mm-hmm. and they're admitting their guilt about things they've done, same thing we said in the beginning of this combo, okay. right? And then now we're going back to what she said. Okay, so they're telling you something, yeah. but they're not telling you everything uh-huh. or they're omitting key points to it. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I, I'm i still trying to ask, how do you guys handle it? How do you guys pull that information from them or make a decision where you're putting yourself first? Because their intentions don't have your best interests at heart. Mm. Right. So how do you how do you manage that? Um, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's my responsibility to pull that information from them. Okay. If this is a situation and they've told me the bits, but they're still concealing bits. I, I feel like I'm a very intuitive person. So if I'm especially if I know you and I've been intimate with you and like if if the situation feels unnerving and uncomfortable to me to the point where I sense that you're not wanting to be um, forthright, um, then I might just have to pull back. Like, mm. and I don't even know how to put it into like tangible words, but I just I feel like I am very intuitive with these type of things and people in general. So, um, I, and I don't think I should have to take responsibility to drag information out of somebody who says they love me. So, if you bring forth information, but it's not all of it. And we're and I feel like there could be more. Then I, I think my only thing is yeah, protect my peace and have to maybe like take a step back. How intuitive? Because if if they're running game behind your back, how mm-hmm. intuitive are you really? I, that's not saying you, but yeah, yeah, in yeah. general, like if somebody says, "Oh, I'm a very intuitive person," like mm-hmm. I pick up on things, I pick up. On, you ain't pick up on him out there slobbing down that other chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so to like what level of and intuitiveness are we talking about yeah. here? Like, I feel like, I wholeheartedly feel like a lot of us, especially women, first of all, I feel like a lot of us are cut off from that intuitive nature. So sometimes it's there, but we don't mm. give it the attention and the time it, it needs to nurture it and really be able to fully embody that intuition. Mm-hmm. And in situations like this, everything gets heightened. So we do start paying attention a little bit more to that intuition. 
So, and I also feel like a lot of the times when women are cheated on, there's part of them that kind of knows, but it's just like, am I willing to look at it? Am I willing to investigate? Not like as an actual investigator, but am I willing to like really acknowledge? Outside the you know, am I willing to like look into it or feel into it to broach? Find this heifer on Instagram. Right? I don't know. Well, whatever. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know some black like... Barbie, right? That was what. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I genuinely feel like a lot of us have like a baseline intuition that kind of like mm, something's off, but our our desire to acknowledge it and like tune into it is what differs. I swear, that's exactly where I was going with my question. So I was that's what I was going to ask you, like. Do you think that women have this intuition, mm. but then based on the love they have, mm-hmm. dial it down for, for the sure. situation? For sure. In my personal so, opinion. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? Oh, yeah. No, I agree. It's like, yeah. is, is it kind of like the same as, um, not the same, like the same thing in terms of like that gut feeling? Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Intuition. Yeah. 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 You just... There's a knowing. He think I'm stupid. The Bulls didn't even play last night. <laughs> but you know what? Like, fun facts. <laughs> I feel I've, like, I've done a lot of reading and listening to podcasts and read, like, certain even articles, research articles. Women, especially in the physical intimacy, like, department, tend to get bored or um, quicker than men. And I think it's a misconception that men would get bored sooner but they say women are just more willing to um, not go along, but to like be s- stay in mm. situations and be, yeah. Well, this mm. is what the re- research says. Mm. I, I'm not doubting you. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. So it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, whoa, and, what? <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to find her name. Um, but I was listening to the podcast and it was really interesting. She was saying how like, Women tend to get bored quicker in intimacy, intimate situations like that. But because they're not having open dialogue and conversation about like what they might want or need, um, they tend not to address it. And then their lack of desire to engage in sex or engage in intimacy can also can make a, a man more wanting to explore outwards. So I just thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. because, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she might lose interest first, but stay and not s- explain or communicate why or right. what she might be needing or wanting. And then in turn, he experienced that as her not wanting him or being desired in some way. And then he might be more likely to go out and um, explore or be curious or whatever. But it really is just like a vicious cycle that like could be. They didn't have that openness that y'all were talking about. Didn't have about. the openness and right. like the communication. Yeah, so it's hundred percent. It's very interesting. Huh. Yeah. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to bring us up. So from the episode that we did before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I want to say who it is, but it's somebody that both me and me and Dad know, um, and they're here here in country. So, but you guys remember. Uh, one of the promo clips that was put up. And yeah. of course we're talking about deal breakers with dating. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had that example um, where I was saying, uh, Oh God, how did I, I don't want to play it. Maybe I can play it back in the video when, you know, people go back to watch, but the, the, the video clip where I was saying, you know, the guys hanging out with, you know, these women or whatever, and then you don't know about it. And, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a friend. It's his friend. You haven't met her. That going along those lines, right? And there were quite a few people that had some responses to that. But the one that I wanted to to highlight was uh, one person who said, and I'm reading. Excuse me. Uh, she said, "Not cool. He need to introduce me to that girl, and we can hang together. And when I'm comfortable to her, then they can hang out together." So, but then conversation went and then their next response was, okay, here, I think it depends. For example, my man, I met him and knew that he's very close, uh, the, the words a little bit, but that he's very close and friendly because I know his personality. I don't mind him hanging out with friend without me, regardless the gender. Just one line up. It's exactly what the person wrote. Like, no, I need to be able to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm comfortable when I'm comfortable with her, mm-hmm. then he can hang out with her. Mm-hmm. But then the very next line contradicts it. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not attacking this person, but what I want to talk about is contradiction in expectations. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mean, I could I could pass it to you and, and both of y'all can look and see exactly what I'm talking about, that's the first message there. And then right here, this is the response into that. And so what I mean is when we talk about a person being in a relationship and they have, let's say, rules or expectations or or what they're used to or what they won't tolerate in that relationship, if one part of it is saying, no, this is what my man needs to do, I need to do this and da-da-da, and I got to hang out with her and this and this, mm-hmm. but then in the very next same conversation, two lines down, they're saying something completely different. This breeds issues in a relationship where people don't know what's expected of them. Mm-hmm. So how do you handle defining and understanding what what cheating or a, a bad situation to be in, in your relationship, having that clear communication? Like, what would be advice is what I want to get from y'all. What would be advice that you would give to people to help them better communicate with their partner what it is they want and what it is they won't tolerate in the relationship so that everybody is on the same path? Because that right there was confusing. You saw it, right? That was confusing to me because they responded to the stories with that first paragraph. And then when I responded and basically was saying, well, yeah, it makes sense. It just depends on your relationship and what you want. And you guys got to define that and this and this. And then they came with the next response. And I'm like, okay, different person? Who's talking here? Mm-hmm. How do we do this? Talk to me. I think it's fair for people to change their mind. But I... In the same sentence? <laughs> not, not in, no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying. I, I feel you. like... Yeah. I feel like people often change their mind depending on the person as well. So I think the advice would just be to be honest. So you might, she might understand her partner is friendly and really like jovial and might have like a flirtatious nature, which is okay. But if she does see that person and she feels uncomfortable with that person, Mm -hmm. I think that's when the change might be like, oh, like I know this is your nature, but I just, you have to be honest. Like I feel some type of way about this person. Right. So it like, if you care about me or if you 
can understand where I'm coming from. I, I would like to get to know this person a little bit better. And I think it's the way you approach it. Not like, no, 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 you can't see this person. But it's like, I'm coming from a place of vulnerability. Vulnerability, Like, I feel uncomfortable. And this might be my insecurity. But I would like to get this to know this person a little bit more. And like, I trust you. But like, I just would like to get to know this person. And depending on how. But that's because it's a woman, right? Yeah. See? Yeah. See? It's different. There's it, a difference. There is. I mean, I appreciate exactly where you're coming from, but there's a, there's a difference. And people try to pretend that it's not. Mm-hmm. And they set these parameters for what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not equal. Whereas in a world where I guess maybe we could sit back and hope and wish that it is, mm-hmm. but it's just not. You probably wouldn't feel that way. Let's just say it's Mel was your guy, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't feel that way mm-hmm. if if the, I'm the friend. Yeah. But if I was a woman, mm-hmm. you might. And then I just think like nowadays is really confusing because when you talk about sexuality and the yeah. way that people interpret relationships and how they feel and what they're open to and what they identify as and what like there's a whole lot of things that affect all of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I I guess maybe I'm I'm approaching this and I'm I'm having the conversation from a heterosexual point of view. Mm-hmm. But I imagine it could be completely different if I was identifying as a man born as a cis woman and in a relationship with another woman. Mm. It might be different. It probably is going to be different, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, not to like take a knock at, at anybody, but I think in the time, I mean, I'll be 45 this year. In the time of growing up, it was very clear in a way where people would say, you know, you're not going to be just hanging out with these women. Mm-hmm. You know, you you married to me. You're in a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. That's what you saw. And nowadays, and please no one take offense to this, but nowadays people can't really say that because they might be questioning the person hanging out with the same sex person. Mm-hmm. You know, like where that was different. Like, oh, yeah, you can go hang out with her. That's, that's cool. Wait. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And vice versa with men. Same thing. Yeah. Maybe we're going to the court. We're going to go ball. What kind of ball is he talking about? <laughs> I actually saw something funny so, on Instagram about that. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I just I just think it just makes it all kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. But that point that I was trying to make that last episode was there is a difference between men and women friends. Mm-hmm. And people that act like it's not. They're fooling themselves. It's true. I think yeah. there's a difference. And I also think it it's a the friendship level is important too. Like, did you just meet this person yesterday? Or is yeah. this a friend that's been there for like 10 years? Parameters. Yeah. You wouldn't have, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If if I went to the court right now to go play ball yeah. and I met a guy, you wouldn't say, You've known him for three and a half hours. What do you mean y'all going to have coffee together? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. You just would not. But if it was a chick, hey, babe, I just met this girl over at the court. Yeah. She's cool. She was talking about podcast stuff. I'm going to go have a coffee with her. You're going to have a coffee with We're going to have a coffee I don't with whom? I would react to that just if you just met someone and have a I, To be quite honest, I really don't think, I think if it, they were going for a coffee, I probably wouldn't stress about it. But if he's like, oh, yeah, we're going for like a dinner, a dinner at like X restaurant. Here, but hear, like, the, hear the words that you're using. If it was a girl, Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't stress about it. Yeah. Probably, probability, maybe not, it's not 100% positive. For sure. But if it was a guy, you wouldn't stress about it at all. That's true. The use of the words is telling the story. Probably, or I wouldn't. 
or you know what? Do you get, okay, get, you I know think what I'm it's fair yeah. to say if you just met someone and they're going for a coffee because I I've like dated people who are in a very in a space where they they will meet with like men and women mm. during the day for like like meetings coffee like if yeah. they were to say hey I'm going to coffee with this person I just met I don't think I see I'm using think but I. I can genuinely. <laughs> okay, how do I say that? I wouldn't. <laughs> See? I wouldn't. It wouldn't cross my mind initially. I think I'm thinking about it too much, but I don't. Mm. I wouldn't say, "Oh, that's a problem." But if it was maybe the third time for coffee, and we haven't talked about like, "Oh, we're we're doing working on a business plan, or we're doing something," or we're then, just cool. We're, just, We're cool. just cool. Then I would question it for sure. See? For sure. That, but, but like but my initial, a... I wouldn't be like, okay, mm. I met this person going for a coffee. My mind wouldn't go, oh, he's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. And, and I get it. Yeah. But but the end goal or the the end or the conclusion is. Yes, yes, yes. There's still a difference. I'm stuck here right now. And I'm like, I really, I really don't want it to be an issue for me. Yeah. I just, but yeah, I. Yeah, I see. What you're I mean, saying. we're human beings. Yeah. Oh, we are. We're human general. beings. It, it is what it is, and mm-hmm. we're born and wired the way that we're wired. And until AI comes in and rewires us, then th- this is the way that it's going. to She's looking at me like, "What do you mean AI is going to rewire <laughs> us? What? <laughs> what?" So yeah. Hey, good talk, ladies. I think, huh? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So I, I think um, going, going out like it. For those listening and those watching, I, I think we hit it last episode. You ladies said it, or not last, but two episodes ago, you ladies said it. It's about the understanding what cheating is between you and the person that you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Because truth be told, it's only the two of you that can define what that is. Facts. It's only the two of you that can make that decision if what was happening was cheating or breaking the vows or whatever it is that you guys have set yeah. in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And as long as those two people involved or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as the people involved in that relationship agree to what's happening in that relationship, yeah, all is fine. Mm. Yeah. Yo, it's Jessica B, Sarah G, I'm Omega. And this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. We uh, hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next episode.